The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, the mood is somber at the SABC as the retrenchment process unfolds. The public broadcaster has continued to issue um, letters of redundancy and surplus to affected staff following the conclusion of last month's extended consultation process. The SABC says it has reduced the number of employees who will be affected from 600 to just over 300. It says it has to reduce the wage bill to make the organization financial sustainable. Wisani Makubele has more. The SABC started issuing letters of redundancy and surplus in November. However, following objections by unions, political parties and civil society, it halted the retrenchment process to allow for further consultation last month. Workers at the SABC had hoped their jobs would be spared, but the employer is adamant that job cuts must go ahead. The SABC has been issuing more letters this week. Radio News Bulletin copy editor Rulani Baloi is among those who received a letter. We were all shocked this morning. We got in at 4 o'clock. By 6 o'clock, all the people in our team at the output radio desk got the letters saying that we are surplus staff members. And we're all shocked. We're asking ourselves, why are we surplus? Because people have died, people have retired, people have resigned in our department, and those posts were never filled. So we all don't understand what's going on. After spending years at the SABC, she's disappointed with the latest developments. Baloi initially worked for the SABC between 1996 and 2002, before she rejoined the organization in 2007. I was here when we covered the 2010 FIFA World Cup. I was here when Madiba passed away, when we worked 10 days without rest, we worked 12 hours. I've covered more elections than a lot of people in the SABC, both as a reporter and as an editor. Even when COVID-19, when we went into level five early last year, we were all here. So it's been a long road with the SABC, anyone who's worked for SABC News will tell you, you don't just stick to what you're employed to do. We do more than what we are expected to do. She believes that it's simply a numbers game for management. It's very impersonal because they should have called us and say, you at the radio news output desk, this is how many you are. You know the way people compromise. People work six, seven days a week because we don't have enough people. We don't have enough news readers. We don't have enough bulletin compilers. We don't even have enough editors. This whole process is a whole process of numbers. It's not about a, it's not a people-driven process. Those numbers that they want to achieve is what, what they are interested in. And hence the emails are just sent Trade union Bemau is meeting the Communication Workers Union to discuss a possible joint strike at the SABC to try and stop the retrenchments. CWU went on strike in November but suspended the action after the SABC agreed to extended consultations until the end of December. Bemau spokesperson Hannes Dubison. We have the CEO on record that this is a protected strike. So therefore, any employee at the SABC will be entitled to join in that particular strike and to participate in that. We, of course, hope that that will not be necessary. We do not 
want to further destabilize the SABC. But if we are not being listened to by the SABC, that would be for now the quickest and surest uh, result or way to deal with the SABC. Despite assertions by the unions that the SABC has been engaging in bad faith, the employer maintains that the Section 189 process has been fair and would withstand legal scrutiny. Amuisani Makubele in Johannesburg. All right, so then let's hear from the Communication Workers Union um, and the SABC. Aubrey Chabalala is the union's general secretary. Mr. Chabalala, good morning. Good morning, Cathy, and good morning to the listeners. Ian Blackis is the SABC COO. Good morning, Mr. Blackis. Morning, Cathy. Morning, Aubrey, and morning to our listeners. Morning. I think perhaps just a, a good place to start would be the perspective, at least from both of you, around where the process of retrenchments at the SABC is right now. Um, Aubrey, let me begin with you. Well, uh, the process at the SABC right now is that uh, we, we all recall that we're given 30 days extension. And uh, the, the, the consultation, the purpose of the consultation is for parties to make inputs and to reach consensus, if uh, possibly. Uh, but if the space does not allow in terms of the time, parties are at liberty to can extend that particular period. So where we add is that uh, as unions, we're not offered an opportunity to consult with our members after SAPC have reviewed its own structure. That's the first point. But the second point is uh, on some of the things that we're responding to, uh, we never got an opportunity that SAPC uh, give us a feedback on that so that we are in a position to identify areas of agreement and disagreement. So SAPC on the 29th of uh, December, together with the facilitator, they just stopped the process and walked away out of the meeting and left us there. So that's where we were. And uh, we have taken the, the matter even to the, you know, the, 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 the shareholder, the minister, to table our consent around that. But on the other side, the SAPC has already announced to the public that uh, the process has come to an end and they are forging ahead with retrenchment. That's where basically we are. Mr. Plakis? Yes, Kathy? Uh, your own perspective of where the process of retrenchments is? Uh, Kathy, yes. So the, you will recall that last year we had a CCMA facilitated 189 process, which uh, instead of just lasting four sessions and 60 days, uh, was done over a, pro- a period of four months. And that process concluded. Um, we never reached any consensus in that process, and we started the implementation of 189. Um, the unions then came back to us and said, look, can you, can you please um, just extend the time period? The board then looked at it, and we extended the period for seven days. At the same time, Bamawu took us to court. Um, and as we started the process, the unions asked then again, can we, instead of just the seven days, can we extend the process beyond seven days? We asked them how long they need, and they said 30 days. The board then subsequently approved that. So the 30 days was their request, and the board approved that. You can't take the 30 days out of context. It is a six-month process that we have been engaging on. 
the structure engagement started in August last year already. And if you look in with the city days, the city days was governed by a terms of reference that all parties agreed to, and that was with an external facilitator as well. And in the terms of reference, it clearly states that the consultation will end at the 31st of December. So we never stopped the process. It came to an end as per the mutually agreed terms of reference for all parties. So yes, we are in execution mode now. There seems to be somewhat of a stalemate, especially because there isn't consensus really around the fact that the process is where it needs to be and that um, nothing has been bypassed in the implementing of this process. I'm going to ask what the implications of this are going to be for the SABC over the coming week or so, because we're also hearing of uh, threats of a strike. It's 9.30 now. I'm going to take news headlines and we'll continue with a conversation conversation in a moment. Nandika Bjorkas is standing by with your 9.30 News headlines. Nandika, good morning. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're talking about the retrenchment processes that are underway currently at the SABC. Um, of course, you've heard of the management's perspective on it that, well, they followed all process and this is what they need to do in order to keep the SABC afloat. The union simply not agreeing with that view and in fact saying that uh, the consultation processes are continuously bypassed um, and that, yeah, they, they haven't given their stamp of approval to how things need to run from here going forward. Aubrey, there's talk about threats of a full-blown strike at the SABC. Is that what you're planning, number one? And if it is, what will it entail? Yes, indeed, Katie. That's basically what we we are planning. Uh, Taking into consideration that uh, we are now at lockdown level three regulation, uh, not except the part that there's regulation around uh, lockdown trees, the fact that people are, are passing on uh, based on the COVID-19. So uh, the areas that our National Executive Committee will be looking into and the strategy thereof of applying the uh, industrial action, as it were, but that meeting will take place uh, uh, on Thursday. So we'll reveal the plan. Uh, on Friday in terms of how we are going to engage on that. But there are a few points that one needs to correct from the side of uh, Mr. Plasio. Communication Workers Union uh, never uh, requested for 30 days uh, extension per se. What we have said at the end of the consultation when SAPC pronounced in November, we said the process was not fair, was not just, and we are not just a campus union. We are concerned about the turnaround strategy that will not save SAPC into the future because it has a negative impact on it. And we then said we are embarking on the industrial strike to end the retrenchment process. Mm -hmm. And that's still where we're at. And when we engage with them on the 30 days, this, this process of ticking box exercise must be corrected. Employers, not only SAPC, they tend to go into the process to tick the boxes and say we have completed four, four meetings as what the law is requiring. We have completed the number of, day, of six days as per law. Therefore, we are retrenching. That does not solve the problem. As I'm standing here now, I don't know the names of the people affected because retrenchment is one body. 
is not just numbers. We said to SAPC, give us a list. They failed to give us a list. They actually went back and gave us a list of November. They said to us in a meeting, only 290 uh, uh, positions will be affected. We had on the radio, on media and everywhere else, that is now 303. And I'm the person sitting in the consultation process, not knowing about that number. So it will tell you that we are engaging people that are not engaging us in good faith. So this is one of the issues that we are raising as a fundamental point of dispute. Uh, Mr. Plakis, do, do you want to respond to some of the claims that are being made here by Mr. Chabalala? Yeah, um, so when Opi speaks about the CWU not being part of the request for a 30-day extension, fully agree with him. Uh, that is correct. Uh, uh, Mr. Plakis, um, I'm going to ask you just to speak a little bit louder or uh, directly into the speaker because I am struggling to, to pick up what you're saying. Let me, let me just change my... Is that better? Much better. Yes. Go. 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 Go ahead. Not being part of the request for a thirty-day uh, extension, one hundred percent correct. Um, so that request came from Bermau, um, and at that stage, CWU was still busy with the strike. Um, and when they uh, terminated the strike or suspended it. Um, to be part of the 30-day process, they were part of the terms of reference that was drawn up and agreed to. So in terms of the terms of reference, obviously, that is in the 30 days. In terms of the tick box exercise, no, I I think Aubrey and myself are obviously on, on two sides of the same coin on here, and we are looking at uh, CWU opposing all retrenchments and we're looking at an organization that has started off with 600 and have now managed to reduce it by uh, to 300. But obviously that is still pending uh, some other alternatives that still needs to be agreed on as well. Because if that alternatives are not agreed to, then we're probably going to be back at the 600 mark again. So it's important to understand that uh, we respect the rights of the unions, and they do have a right to strike, and, and so we fully will be respecting that as well. It will obviously be on a no-work, no-pay basis, um, so yeah. Do, do you have but concerns? Just, uh, sorry, sorry go, go, go ahead, yeah. If, if it was just a matter of us ticking the boxes, we would have then implemented this process after 60 days, which is according to the Labor Relations Act, um, and then we would have executed it last year already. The fact that we have extended, and this process has been for longer than six months now, shows that it isn't just a tick box exercise. We're really, really meaningfully engaged with Labor and all parties to come up where we are right now. Do you have concerns about what a potential strike could mean and if there are any fears of a, another blackout at the SABC? So there's a difference between a strike and a blackout. So um, as I said, we will respect the rights for a strike um, and we will mitigate that like any other company would do. Um, when you talk about a blackout, that is an unlawful thing. Um, and that is a criminal act, then. and obviously that um, isn't protected or lawful, and the law will take its course if, if that were to happen.
Aubrey, at this point, when you think about the options of going on strike, as you have said, are we going to see um, other scenes of broadcast at the SABC being brought to a complete standstill? We, we are urging all workers of SABC, be it contract workers, be it freelancers, be it uh, CW or BMAO members to participate in the strike, as uh, Mr. Blatches indicated. It is a protected strike. And if all uh, workers at SAPC participate, that will lead to an automatic blackout. We're not talking of blackout of sabotage. I wanted to clear that because when you sabotage, you'll interfere with the system. That's not what we're intending to do. When we say blackout, we mean that every worker must tools down so that the management can respond, and that is well within the law. And uh, we want to be clear with that part. But uh, secondly, just coming back to the point of ticking box exercise, Mr. Plach has clearly indicated that uh, things are not yet finalized. It can go back to 600. We have not been given the names of the people, and there could be other issues that need to be touched on. In our view, this restructuring was very complex. It is complex. Uh, and they also, it, we don't have to stick within the guidelines of the law. We can extend so that we make sure everything is touched. For the mere fact that the number is dropped, Mr. Plush will vouch with me. There were significant positions that we highlighted to them to say, if you remove this position, SAPC wouldn't go forward without them. And some of them, they've uh, taken them back uh, to, to, to the structure. And we say that because there was no proper skills audit before, SAPC categorize many positions in one cluster. For example, they will say, say, administration, to the people that deals with the voice mixing and so on and so forth, and not noting that under administration, there's some number of people that have various skills that are critical for SAPC mm. to go forward. So those are the reasons that we are raising to say we need to extensively touch on every point, not just to rush through the process, uh, next year, finding ourselves retrenching again because retrenchment is not going to create profit, is not going to generate revenue, is not going to sustain SAPC. It's just an artificial income that or turnover that has been made that is not sustainable. Next year, we'll find ourselves in the same problem. We know that because we've been in companies such as Telco that retrenches basically twice every year just to meet. It's its own target. So right. we don't want to find SAPC in that situation again. Mr. Plakis, let me end off with you here. Are you concerned at all about a situation as Aubrey's putting it? He says he says it's not an intentional blackout, but that it could well result in a blackout. I mean, what 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 do you think when you, when you hear that? And are there contingency plans that you'll be working to put in place? Uh, Kathy, let me answer both uh, that and, and the comment that uh, Mr. Shabalala made. So in terms of <clears throat> moving from the 600 uh, target originally to 300, I fully agree with him and the line that was through input from the unions and from staff. And, and that just proves that the process was very meaningfully engaged on. <clears throat> in terms of a blackout, um, so not everybody is protected by the strike 
So when you're talking freelancers, they are not part of the strike. And if they were to participate in that, um, that, that, that would not be protected at all. They are not involved in this process at all. So no, we, we do not have any fears that that uh, is a possibility of occurring. Um, we do believe that most of the employees do understand the need for retrenchments. Um, Aubrey mentioned that we don't want to go through a retrenchment process again next year. We certainly do not want to do that. However, um, the alternatives are key for us preventing that. So alternatives such as salary freezes for the next three years, and that's across the board. Um, uh, alternatives such as reducing the number of sick day leaves from 30 to 180 or from 180 to 30 over a three-year cycle and the changing of the leave from 35 to 28. If those are not agreed to, then we're going to be back at in, in, in your session in a year's time discussing another uh, retrenchment process, which is not beneficial. I fully agree with Mr. Shabalala. It's not beneficial for, for all parties. All right. And, and just before I let you go, uh, Mr. Plakis, any clarity yet on what the future of Channel Africa will be? I... I I really don't understand that question at all. Mm. Channel Africa is a strategic part of the SABC. It has been and will be, Mm. and it's part of our future. There is absolutely no plans of decreasing it. In fact, we've got plans of growing that station with all our other stations as well. Mm. All right. Let me thank you both for coming on to the show. Obri Chabalala is the General Secretary of the Communication Workers Union. Ian Blackies is the SABC COO. So um, we'll hear from the unions in terms of what exactly their plan of action is when it comes to the strike. And if, in fact, there is consensus among the different unions that represent workers at the SABC over whether or not the strike should, in fact, take place or if it should go ahead. But very much a continuation of some of the issues that started in 2020. Of course, uh, plenty that is on the agenda for us to uh, speak about this morning. I'm taking your calls on 011-714-2006. That's 011 011- Seven one four two double zero six. You can also send your SMSs on 41391. The WhatsApp line 0614104107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM Talking Point. Let's listen to some of the voice notes you've been uh, sending in and I'll take your calls in a moment.